Exclusive Books is delighted to present another homebrew podcast series, a celebration of South African writers and their books. Now 25 years old, Exclusive Books Homebrew 2022 is not the same old story, but a mirror and a window into South Africa, where we are, where we've been, and where we can go. A remarkable selection of history, fiction, memoirs, current affairs, and children's books on our most pressing and relevant topics, from identity to feminism, corruption to corporates, self-love and identity, and everything in between. Incisiveness, humor, self-reflection, and hope abound. Check out the full selection in all exclusive bookstores and online. Today's episode of Homebrew is presented by advocacy journalist and poet, Lerato Sibanda. The Boer War in Colour by Tinas Laroon is a coffee table style book of vividly colorized photos taken during one of South Africa's most extensively photographed war, the Anglo-Boer War, during its conventional phase, which was between 1899 to 1900. In the Boer War in Color, Tinas employs images color and captions to reawaken the different players from that war period from gunners to generals burghers to zobs after rares or auxiliaries to undesirables to the fashions and fairs of the time such as the fulgi hairstyle which was sported by young soldiers for their portrait photos welcome to homebrew tinas Please read us an extract from your book. The Boer War in Colour. Adding colour to historical photographs of the Boer War has been a fascinating journey of discovery and learning. I will never tire of seeing a photo transform in front of my eyes and a seemingly one-dimensional face come alive. Often that person suddenly looks so familiar, like someone you know. Colorizing these images has also brought me fresh perspective on the important period of South African history. In color, faces and places often have more recognition value to the modern eye. Some of the images are so powerful that they evoke not only a strong sense of identity and pride, but also sorrow when they show the pain caused by war. The goal of this photo book is to let readers explore and enjoy a collection of some of the finest Boer War photographs, now all in full color. The photographs have been made as large as possible to allow the reader to discover interesting details they might not have noticed before. I can imagine that you've got a great number of images from these different sources. How did you go about selecting the ones that you would colorize? Yes, to choose from all the thousands of images I sort of got hold of was quite a thing. But my main criteria is only to use the best quality photographs, the sharpest, the ones that are in focus. Because of all the thousands of photographs taken in the Boer War, there are only very few of them of really good quality. So that was sort of the main criteria, is only to use the best images for the book. And then also um, in the book there's like a storyline of the Boer War. So I had also to get photographs to 
fit into the storyline. And um, I also had to be careful not to duplicate, you know, similar kinds of photographs. So to keep the book interesting, I, I try to have a variety of different kinds of photographs. Tinas, what I loved about this book is that the captions are comprehensive and yet so informative, not just about the war, politically speaking, but about the people behind it, the many players uh, behind it. One of my most memorable photos is of the De La Rey children. There's six of them in the picture. They look like secondary school kids posing with their father's handheld guns. You also mentioned that one of the older De La Rey children, Adrian, was fatally wounded in the battle at Modder River in November 1899. I mean, how did you fall upon such stories like the De La Rey children? And do you know if their offspring are still in South Africa today? Yes, the De La Rey kids photograph is one of those gems uh, of our history, showing you know, more the family and humanity. And it's such a wonderful photo, but also at that time, you know, that uh, it's like a patriotic photograph there, the kids, you know, with their dad's arms all like a fun shoot. But actually it was very serious times. And then the older brother, yes, um, Arian, who was killed at the Battle of Moda River, was a very traumatic experience for Delaray because he actually removed his son from the battlefield himself and took him to the hospital some way behind the battlefront. And the story goes, his son actually died in his arms. But that is, you know, our war was at those days. Um, the next day, Delaray, or after the funeral, had to go back and command his men uh, in the war. But this photograph of the kids is a well-known photo it's published in many books. I was just um, sort of happy to got a very good quality, you know, image of this photograph. Another memorable image is of Generals Louis Boerta and Lucas Mayer with their wives. <laughs> General Boerta in this image is on the far left with one hand on his hip and the other holding a pipe looking all swaggy. And on the far left is General Mayer with a cig in his hand, looking away from the camera, but clearly posing. And in the middle are their two wives holding their husband's rifles and leaning on them. You say in the caption that the women are holding their husband's morses. It looks like it was popular then for, you know, the relatives of these soldiers to pose not just with their husband's all these signs, but with their guns as well. <laughs> Would you agree? Yeah, yeah I, I also see this as a kind of a, a fun photo, fun shoot. You know, the, the wives uh, holding their the husbands' rifles and at the ammunition bandoliers around their shoulders. But, you know, in those days, the women also were very good shots. They were like uh, shooting clubs for women. And, um, you know, it's mostly the, the Boers army were made up mostly from the rural areas where it was quite tough so they i think the women were expected to also to be able to use rifles but i agree this is a this is like a patriotic photo you know wife supporting their husbands and husbands smoking and the women very relaxed holding their rifles yeah so i think in today's term it will be quite a fun uh, photograph to look at 
What I also found interesting about some of the photos in this book, Tina's, was how beautiful the state artillery uniforms were. For example, on page 40, there's a photo of state artillery adjutants posing, some standing, some sitting. Their jackets were just so beautiful with ornamented piping and gold buttons. Just tell us a little bit about the coloring. As in, how did you go about finding out the exact shades of the uniforms, for example, to be able to color the photos as authentically as possible to capture our history? Yes, the state artillery was one of the very few elements in the Boer army that were kind of uniformed. Usually the army were all at civilian clothing. Yes, to get to the colors of the uniforms and all the equipment, I used sort of consultants or specialists, historians that really focus on these things. So I approached them and asked them what colors. And there are also some examples of these uniforms in museums, uh, like in Bloemfontein. Also on the internet, some places there are sort of color plates. But I always make sure with these specialist guys and send them the photographs after I've colorized them and get their sort of approval if it's, if it's all okay. Yeah, so that's how I got to that. Tina, what sort of computer software do you use to colorize these you know, historical images? Where did your lab for colorizing start? And why choose to colorize the Anglo-Boer War photos? Um, specifically, why not other parts of our history? Yes, where did the uh, interest in colorizing of historical images started? That is around about 2010, 2012, when I saw images on the internet of First World War and Second World War images that has been colorized. And it struck me because it sort of brings the history alive. And I had an interest in the Boer War from childhood. And I thought, yeah, well, maybe uh, I think it will be good to do colorizing of the Boer War. Yes, and so that's where it started, it's around about 12, 13, about there, because I had this deep interest into this part of our history. So I use uh, Photoshop. There are no actual courses how to do colorizing of images with uh, Photoshop, but uh, there were guys in England that sort of uh, approached them and asked them to help me, and they advised me what tutorials there are, some videos on on the internet that sort of shows you how to do it so that allowed me to start but um, you still have to work out your own methods and your own sequences you know how to do the colorizing it was quite a process but the end goal is always to make sure that the image looks like a color image it mustn't look fake or look colorized it must look like if it's been taken with a color film with a color camera. Since you published this book, have you had any person or perhaps a family that reached out to you to say, hey, uh, thank you so much for this book because we found our great-grandfather or our great-grandmother, you know, (laughs) we saw the image in this book. Thank you so much. Do you have any interesting um, instance like that? Yes, that's very interesting. Um, I actually got a couple of feedback, but the most significant one was um, that of Captain of Captain Pretorius, great grandson, 
um, and he he called me from Pretoria. He got my number and called me and said, yes, um, they've identified their great-grandfather. Um, and I had a specific story in there of how this person um, was a very good uh, artillerist in the state artillery. And he was so good, he had many times, um, he, he scored uh, direct hits, you know, first shot direct hits. So every time... He scored a direct hit. The people around said to him, squirt the patoors, you know. And that became a saying in the Afrikaans language until today, if someone had sort of a sudden success. And um, the story, he told me that in the family, that story has also been told. And I've heard it from other sources. So it was like confirmation of, of the story that's been written is correct, uh, confirmed by direct family. So that was really very nice uh, to have sort of experienced that. I think what I enjoyed, one of the things that I enjoyed about this book was putting the puzzles together of our history. The first thing that came to mind was how come all these little details of South Africans' history pre-apartheid, how come we don't have more detailed narratives in our history books. So though this is an album book, I found that it was quite informative, actually. Um, The pictures spoke a lot. Also, the captions and the introductions helped frame what the war was about and helped us, you know, see that these were ordinary people, ordinary young men and women who were behind the war and just made it seemed more real than just a phenomenon or something in the past. So it was quite touching for me in that sense. My last question to you, Tina, is, as a male South African and as a modern-day Boer, if I can put it that way, how did this project impact you? And what's your favorite image that you sort of came across, had never seen it before this project, that sort of, you know, tugged at your heartstrings and made an impact just by discovering it? Yes. Um, first, I think the, there's no specific image really that there are so many that are my favorites. But one thing about the images that's always special to me is the expressions, the facial expressions of these people. You know, uh, it was wartime. It was desperate times. Sometimes you can see um, desperate sort of expressions of faces. Um, you see kids there. You see kids going to war. And now in color, you can see the faces. Um, it could be your neighbor's son. It could be someone you, you've met at school or, you know, at university. Uh, it all comes alive. And for me, the, the faces talks. It, it tells a story, you know, the situation. Sometimes you see some of the people very happy. <laughs> and sometimes you can see them bury other people. Um, so... That, to me, touched me. You know, when it's black and white, it's like distant. You know, that's history. But now in color, where, you know, your, your modern eye is it's used to color. Now it comes alive. And, yes, yeah, so I would say, for me, the expressions of the people's faces is, is, is sort of the thing that touched me the most when I did the colorizing. And the other question, yes, what this whole project meant to me. There's one thing about the Boer War is that, you know, those two 
Transvaal and the Free State were devastated. They were burnt down. There was nothing left, you know, after the war. But our South Africans are strong people. They stood up from that devastation and they built up the strongest country in Africa in a couple of decades. And they also formed the whole new South Africa with all the provinces. That is for me the message of hope of the Boer War is that our South Africans are people that can get something done and, um, you know, get out of the mess and, and go forward. Yeah, so that is the message I would also sort of bring over to our listeners <laughs> if you want to make a connection of the Boer War and, and our situation. The Boer War in Colour is a generous and fresh reclamation of Anglo and Boer history in South Africa, paying homage to the leaders and soldiers who died in the trenches and the women, children and elders they left behind. Thank you for listening in. This exclusive Books Homebrew podcast was spread far and wide with the help of Vodapay. Vodapay is a super app that is available on all mobile networks. On the app, anyone from any network can send and receive money, pay bills and shop the amazing deals, all in one place. It really is one app for anything and everything. If you like it, Vodapay it. Vodapay it.